Officials EPL and World Soccer Podcast. I am Tom Miller. I'm here with James Lewis of Manchester City Treble Hunters. James Lewis. Um, I haven't figured out yet my full strategy for discrediting your treble, your inevitable treble. What do you mean? Um, (laughs) But I'm working on it. (laughs) You have that done. Done and dusted. Yes. Oil. well, you know what cheating. I... Cheating. I told you this already. Financial I cheating. Have, oil money. Yeah. Yeah. Oil okay. money is easy. Is low. Bald fraud. Can't do it. Can't do it with a team of not mega millionaires. Yes, that's true. Okay. But I don't... That doesn't make him a fraud. I, I don't think... I think calling Pep a fraud sounds like somebody who uh, has a small brain. Oh. You know? Wow. Or maybe Are uh, you like a big thinking of somebody attack. specifically? Uh, no, just the general English public. Okay, all with right. With their uh, skinny jeans and their muffin top hanging out over it. You know what I'm saying. It's more than a muffin top, but yeah. <laughs> We've all seen this. Fair pictures. enough. A celebratory James Lewis is back. Uh, I good. did briefly fire you last week. I don't know if you heard. I wasn't um, aware. <laughs> yeah, I uh, started out the pod by saying that I fired you and Ken and uh-huh. added Joey. Um Wait, you was he on the pod? pod? Yeah. The whole Dude. thing? Yes, it was Joey and Pete and I, and we did the pod. And my mom really liked it, she said. <laughs> it's so nice when you boys can do things She's together. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it when you include Joey. Yeah. You, we swore a little too much for her. I think we had five, which is a lot for a Five beeps? Way. Yeah, five beeps. Oh, jeez. I think four were Joey, too. Flick you. <laughs> anyway, we are an EPL World Soccer Podcast. We will talk about the inevitable Manchester City treble, the only thing standing in their way right now after vanquishing Arsenal and Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. Is Manchester United? Question wow. mark? And I sort mean... of enter. That's big, that's actually. I mean, the United thing is, that's, you know, because you guys suck and you're stupid. Okay. But, but you raised your game when you play us. Isn't that what you did for, like, 40 years as a team? You yeah. You guys were terrible. And Darius Vassell scoring on you. Benjani yeah. Morani. Come on, baby. One of the right Joey Barton. Or both. Richard Dunn. Dunny Monster. Dunny Monster, five own goals in a single season. True mm-hmm. story. Not a good season. Okay, so the season. you know the the tables have turned. Now you guys, have, you're dumb and stupid. Yeah. Um. So the treble march is on, and I was trying to tell you before what I've done to try and cope with losing the treble. Not so much losing it to City, but just losing the treble basically. Manchester United is the only team to ever have a treble in the English game. I think Liverpool tries to claim one, James. Which, which uh, one? I think in like the 80s they try to claim a league Oh, title. we've got a domestic treble. Yeah, but they, yeah, it's a lowercase t. But they yeah. claim one that is, is before the League Cup, I think. I think it was like Champs the cup League winners? and then like Community Shield. Oh, they would claim the Community Shield. They did this <sighs> season would. too. They love it. I'm Remember, sure they made all the memes of Darwin Nunez holding a leash around Holland. Much better than Holland. Yeah, definitely. Much better. Hey, Holland was trash today in the Real Madrid game. Trash. He did miss Before a couple opportunities. We, I don't want to call Point trash. blank headers. Uh, That's Courtois. Kept the game That's from Courtois. Being 7-0. That's Courtois. Uh, let's get Courtois. started. Yeah, that was, Courtois was excellent. He is the best goalie in the world. He has been for like three years. Yeah. Um, although nobody wants to admit it because when Ballon d'Or rolls around, he's like, it should be me. It should be me. <laughs> he says That's it a, every year. The Belgians are all like that. Yeah, they do seem to have an issue. Um, by the way, I heard a rumor that Courtois back like five or six years ago or, or more uh, – Bang KDB's girlfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, that was when they were I both at Chelsea. That. That was a, yeah, no, that's true. Hundred percent that. true. It's true. That's why they don't like each other. Well, besides the fact that Courtois is a clown. Well, if you look back at the last, we'll exclude last season semifinal. Yeah. 
but Kate, and when when Courtois was still at Chelsea, KDB hit some rippers against him, <laughs> and he hit and he hit a ripper in the la, in the first leg of this yeah, of this did. one too. I mean, like, there? oh yeah, there was a little bit of like, you fucked my girlfriend, bang, yeah, I, you okay. bang her, I bang you. Okay, you think that's what he sounds like? I've never <sighs> contemplated. So what he sounds like angry sure let's uh let's get rolling let's get rolling we were seven minutes in we haven't talked about any any games yet um that was important yeah uh let's start with the title race it's done and dusted as arsenal get destroyed three to zero by brighton at home um we dug we've dug into it several times we're not done digging into it in terms of arsenal being in first place um, for almost the whole season, right? I think they put up a they put up a graphic, and I don't know what Arsenal's number was. Uh, Knights in first place, but City's was fourteen. Yes, it was actually eight, I think, when they moved into first place. Yeah, yeah, been, at that mm-hmm. point, yeah, yeah. So Arsenal gets mashed by Brighton, completely destroyed. And that M word came up again, James. That M word came up. Mentality. 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 Yeah. And Um, I don't want to say I told you so to Ken Lee. But Ken, if you're out there, if you're alive right now, I told you so. I told you. you. I mean, it wasn't just me, but I was one of the louder proponents. That's you. You're the loud opponent. You are the loud opponent. It's your defining characteristic. Okay. Have you seen Have you seen any articles this year that have been, like, from, let me think, like, October on that were like, Arsenal's going to win the title? There were there were a few that were like, this is why our, the Arsenal title run is different this time. Oh, yeah, I did see that. The, and there that were, was, that was there right were a couple, the game, the first one. there were a couple, like, Arteta puff pieces. Yes, plenty of those. And, and then there was like, and then you know, obviously like Saka is the darling of the media. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I was telling you the whole time. I saw the articles and I was like, you know what? No, no, I don't see well, it. Well, I bring it up a lot, but I was talking about my coping mechanisms for this treble. I have been incrementally putting money on City at each. <laughs> At each, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, each point. Inflection uh, point. Yes, at, at each, at each like, point. And, and obviously the odds get worse, but I realize that now I have probably, like, $70 of my $100 Ooh. bankroll. And I, I increased it because, James, while your team may beat my team in the Premier League, you're getting your ass kicked in fantasy because I, I rolled off like 10 wins in a row. That was and I'm cra- beating you right now. Listen, I want to give you props for that because you yeah, came out of props. nowhere. Mm-hmm. You came out of nowhere for that and uh, you, you deserve it. And you're going to win. You're going to win the league. And you and I play this week, which was huge because it would have gotten you back in. I'm up by two games. Yeah. And My I lost didn't... Martinelli, yeah. Rashford. And Shea Adams, uh, before the whistles were even blown, Martinelli and, did well, play. Sneak like Shea Adams seconds. in there, huh? I did because he's been scoring points. But the point is yeah. that if I beat you, in order for you to beat me, you need 30 points from Lewis Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it. You need 30 points from Lewis Dunk um, to beat me. I will still have that. And I'll any money that I win from that, I will probably put on the – City United FA mm, Cup match. Wow. On City? On City. Wow. I'm now, happy. This is a gr- this is a really nice journey for you. Of... I'm going to be rich. After <laughs> betting this, all your money have... on Manchester yes, on City. City. I yeah. mean, I bet on City way, way back in January before the Arsenal match. Uh, that's where those puff pieces came from. Yeah. They stopped. Did they, you think they stopped after that? They kind of did. They were still there a little bit because City or Arsenal bounced back and won like four in a row at one point. But then when they started dropping points well, to Bournemouth and Southampton, the thing is, like the last City, the last dropped points from City were like the first week of February. 
Yeah. This is the last time we dropped points. We drew. We drew Mm -hmm. that game. So it was it it became increasingly more difficult to write those pieces as city were just and and honestly like in that period we just went from strength to strength to strength and that's another thing that i had told the pod and all of our loyal listeners i said backstretch this is pep's time it we're is in, we're in pep time right now this is pep's world mm-hmm. everyone else is just living in it back stretch of the season you if you want to beat pep he has to be perfect and you you know who else said it trent alexander arnold said it in an interview he said if manchester city are even close to you at the turn of the season you've already lost yeah that's true but you know liverpool two seasons in a row or two seasons that i can remember really gave them a run for their money, even down that stretch. So Liverpool, but during that, that time period, they, they did the same thing. They won a lot of games late. But that, I mean, I think that ties into his point. That the One of yeah. the seasons you're talking about, City mm-hmm. went 17 games undefeated to no, they won win that season. Games. Yeah, we won, won 17, 17 games, games to finish that season. Won uh, yeah, to, to win that league yeah. season. So, like, he gets it. He knows. So, so we're talking about City. We actually started talking about Arsenal. So let's get back to Arsenal. Uh, if City, if that's their time, what is Arsenal's time? Because I believe that you and I have shared the same meme <laughs> in our chat with Ken four times in the, the last two weeks. I want to say the first time I didn't realize that I had a duplicate shared it after you shared it, but the second time I definitely did. And the third time. Yeah. And the fourth time was after... So the third time you shared it was after City beat Arsenal. Right. And then the fourth time you shared it was after uh, this last loss. And yeah. I'm sure there'll be another time. I know yeah. there'll be another time. It's It'll probably come later tonight. What was it that there's only four teams in Premier League history that have ever lost the title after leading in on January 1st by eight points or more? I believe yeah. that's the statistic. And, and those four teams, James? No, no. No, it's... No team has done it more than Arsenal have done it. Oh no no no! It's period. It's yeah, no team and, and Arsenal has done, has it, done it. Yeah, and four it's times. Four times. Yeah, Arsenal's it's, done it four Arsenal, times. It's Arsenal. It's like Arsenal, oh one, Arsenal oh five, <laughs> Arsenal like fifteen, and Arsenal uh, yeah twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've always I've been saying that like. You know, Ken has been really laying into Pete lately about uh, mentality again and about how a club is this and a club is that. And he accuses me of being a Tottenham fan, which I don't really care about. But, you know, if I were a Tottenham fan like Pete is, I'd mm-hmm. probably point out the fact that everybody uses the term Spursy, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that you bottled it, you dropped the ball, you you did something, you imploded, etc., but Arsenal, in our lifetime, James, has actually been that team more than any other team in the world. Yeah. In it's terms like, of dropping the ball. Yeah, because Tottenham never really in it. Let's be real. Come on. They're Tottenham. Arsenal have approached winning. They've been favored to win. They and were then, favored to win earlier in this year. Yeah, and then... When it really comes down to it, when the rubber meets the road, they mm-hmm. don't have the grit. They don't have that little extra that it takes. Just use the M word. They don't have the mentality. Yeah. And in my lifetime, in our lifetime, Arsenal has lost Europa League finals, Champions League finals, titles, League Cup finals. They have won some FA Cups. They won an FA Cup. They've won several. They won some, uh, in our lifetime, the most yes. most FA yes. Cups, yeah, yeah. I think. In our close. lifetime, yeah. Not in recent but history. the truth is that bottling it, bottling first place late in the season, when you're up by two or three full matches, eight, nine, ten points. Yeah. It's really bad. And I was going to save this for Ken, you know, when we get later in the season, when we get... Um, End of season pod. I'll bring it up again. Yeah. But the truth is that I don't think that Arsenal will contend for the title next year. 
I really don't. I, I think, think they got a lot going yeah. for them this year, and yeah. they had their chance, and I think they're going to fall back, and someone else will step in. Liverpool, United, not Chelsea. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else. I mean, as much as you can I – mean, the thing is, too, like for Arsenal, if you look at the table, I mean, City's on 85 with a mm-hmm. game in hand. Arsenal on 81. The next team is Newcastle with 66. <laughs> Yeah. And this was, I mean, this was a kind of a, like, almost a season where, like, like when Leicester won. Almost. Like, almost. Like, this is a, this was, for as much as you can say it for a team that potentially still finishes with 90 points, mm-hmm. um, this was a rocky season for City. We, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say that now because it hasn't been for so long. But right. right. But it's like we, we, season, we drew Burnmouth. We, you know, we lost, a, we lost games. We shouldn't have lost. To we us. drew games. We shouldn't have drawn. Yeah. I mean, like this Arsenal will never come closer than this. That's what I think too. I think that they to really did city. have a lot of things going for them. And I think, uh, additionally that they don't have the depth. I think they don't have the depth, and I don't think that they're going to be able to get the depth because they're going they're back they're back of the queue. It's like all these other clubs need the same things they do, and while they can sign one of these players, maybe you know what are the odds yeah. they hit on that? You know, right. I, I just think I really don't think Arsenal will contend next year. It sounds crazy, I know. I've been saying it forever, and I probably should respect Arteta more by now. But the collapse that they had wasn't actually against Manchester City. And that's what people are saying to avoid yeah. using the bottled phrase. You know, like, well, you know, City's inevitable. Very true. City is inevitable. But you were still up by eight It was points. the three games leading up to the City game. Exactly. You, you didn't lose because you lost the City away. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time. A first-place team loses to the second-place team at their ground. The problem was all the points dropped before that. To terrible teams. Really bad teams. Southampton team. Southampton sucks. West Ham sucks. Liverpool at that time sucked. Everton. Uh, And you were up 2-0 in all those games. They lost 1-0 to Everton in February. Yes, yes. Losing to Everton, I mean, that's a collapse. I'm tired of hearing about how it's not a bottle job because City is inevitable. Like you said... City's going to end up with like 91, 92 points, which is a lot. It's it's enough to win the, the Premier League in all but like five or five or six seasons. But where Arsenal was and the teams they were playing when they lost all those points right. is why it's a collapse. And I also think that Arsenal's going to end this season without a trophy. Um, yeah. Pete mentioned it too. He's like, that's a Tottenham season. <laughs> this That's the, you know... The difference being, you know, Chelsea's finishing 12th, 11th or 12th, and Arsenal's finishing second. But this is, you know, this is Chelsea's worst season in a long time. No trophies. This is Arsenal's best season in a long time. Yes. No trophies. Yeah. And then you start again next season, and, and Chelsea, while they finish, they're going to finish down there, bottom half potentially, Gross. you know they're spending money. You know yes. they're spending money competing for players that Arsenal are going to compete with. You yeah, know that yeah, Newcastle is coming out spending money. You know United is going to spend money. Liverpool like, will spend what they can. Yeah, everyone's going to – everyone – that's the thing. Everybody in a down season – you have a down season. Yeah. There was so much that went right for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And you still couldn't pull it off because your players are little bitches. <laughs> and everybody is strengthening now. You don't get the free pass. Like as I'm, much as it's a it's a it's funny to talk about Chelsea now. Like you can't count on them being this bad next year. They're going to have Poch. Yeah. And, and worth pointing out that you know Arsenal was out of all their competitions during that stretch run. Early. They were out of the FA Cup and they were out of Europa. Like this is a collapse, man. It's not it it, it, it don't get me wrong. Watching City destroy Real Madrid today was amazing. But City had a really poor first third of the season for their standards. And then they caught yeah. fire as they do. And sure, like, you know, they're going to finish with 90-plus points, which is impressive. Um, but but Arsenal, 
was up by eight points with nine to play. Yeah. You know, like any way you want to look at it. It's a top so, five collapse. I really think it is. And I think they're getting off the let off the hook because people are nicer now than they've ever been. But I really do think it's a collapse. We'll bring it up with Ken next time. People want it. to like the, the <laughs> people want to like this Arsenal team because they're all like baby faced children. Yeah. Plus one in Thomas Party. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to throw stuff. Allegedly. On that, on that account. Anyway, Arsenal lose three to zero to a good Brighton team that deserves to win. Um, switching sides real quick. This Brighton, Brighton team that lost five to one to Everton the week before, by the way. True, but that looks like a real outlier. And, and if you look at all the results over the last few months, um, Brighton right now is two games behind Liverpool in terms of games played. They are seven points behind Liverpool, who are mm-hmm. in fifth. Um, they're at a plus 21 goal differential, which is sixth best, fifth best in the league. It's really impressive. They they deserve what they're getting. I don't know how they're going to fit all these games in, by the way. I don't understand how they have uh, they have a game every like two and a half days. Yeah, that's rough. And so, they do they do play some tough competition. It's all top six. They play Except so they top. play they just they basically they play Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Um So they have Newcastle away next, um, in a big match for Newcastle. Then they play Southampton, who are relegated. Then they play City, who might be on the beach. We, um, well, if we win against Chelsea, we win the league, so we might be. You're on the beach, and I believe that's the game where you guys would sit everybody. I don't think you'd sit everybody in the last game. I think but, you'd sit everybody in the second to last. Because we'd um, want them to be sharp for the... Yes, exactly. Yeah, for but the you never Trump's know. League. I mean, Pep doesn't fully sit anyways um, that I've seen. I think he just rotates like... I think he rotates KDB will sit and maybe Holland. He'll do like two or three prime players and then he'll do two or three prime players the next game, next week. But anyway, um, Brighton have a tough run in They're in sixth place, uh, but they have two games on everybody else around them. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Tottenham is in seventh. Pete said anything but seventh. Cause obviously that's the conference league. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. He's right there. I mean, they're tied on points with Aston Villa. Yes. So Aston Villa has an opportunity um, to really play spoiler in a majority of these races, except for the title race, obviously. Villa plays Liverpool on Saturday. That's crazy. And then Brighton. Yeah. So they have a real chance. I mean, they Villa can finish between, I guess, technically they can't finish fifth. They could finish between sixth and like ninth, um, and they're tied right now with Tottenham. They're down two on goal differential, but Pete said sixth or eighth, no seventh. Villa have a real chance to um, upset Liverpool. I think that's the only team Liverpool really plays that could beat them. They Liverpool plays Southampton away to end the season, so. Um, Liverpool is making a great run here late. Um, they have re- they they I almost said rebirth. Trent Alexander Arnold, which makes it sound like I left him in like a rebirth one of birthing pools, yeah, like a home birth, a pod. <laughs> home comes out and a tub with, full of water. With, well, it's not water at that point. Oh you know yeah, what it is. well, it's a mix. Looks like lasagna. Yeah. Tasty. Too far? Should we? Do no, that? I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> let's go uh let's go back to uh, city here we're talking about we've already been through a lot of their role where they are why they are and i want to talk about the last two games they played because they are just destroying teams um holland who is cold as ice uh scores against everton not quite a walk in the park i i thought everton did a little better than i expected but that's the point like city are steamrolling people they're scoring one or two like amazing goals a game. Gundogan had an amazing goal in yeah, this game. It's, yeah. They're scoring every different way. And then they go on from beating poor Sean Dyche to going and steamrolling Real Madrid for Zip. And Absolutely tonking, tonking them. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny. Up. You okay. brought up Joey being on the pod last week. Mm-hmm. I was texting with Joey earlier. Mm-hmm. And I said, he, he asked me how scared I was. 
how scared I was. I told him, one, I've never been scared in my life of anything. Mm-hmm. And that's true. That's not true. I can think of and several. And two, continue. I told him, three nil city. And he told me, he said, good lord, that is cocky. I guess he doesn't text you much before big games, because you always say that. I believe in myself. Never, get, never a doubt. Never a doubt. And then you guys lose to Lyon or whatever butthole team you guys decide to collapse to. I believe in myself. In years past. Yeah, and you know, I knew that game was over, that Real Madrid game, when the lineups came out, and they were unchanged. His lineup was, Pep did not put Ederson, like, in the field, or <laughs> bring uh, Lewis off the bench to play, you know. Rico Lewis, didn't start Rico Lewis in midfield? No, yeah. it's like he finally, after seven years of collapsing the Champions League because he makes some dumb tweak, he finally was just like, you know what, this team is, like, really good, and I think we can actually beat other teams. You know what, like... You know, there's a lot of talk about, like, how Holland doesn't fit into the team. But you know what it does? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, it, yeah, before. Yeah. Before. But you know what it does? Yeah. It kind of locks Pep into a system. Mm-hmm. It kind of forces choices. It forces choices that happen to be, I mean, like, best player goes on the pitch. It forces yeah. his hand to do that. Mm-hmm. And you... It, the proof is in the put. You can't. You like it has just worked. Yes. How could you? How could you deviate from it? And you know what's funny? You know, did you read the press conference? Did you hear the press conference he gave? I didn't. But you say how could you deviate from it? He's deviated from it every single year. Well, in the press conference, he was like, you know, I've got some interesting ideas oh, yeah. on how to utilize Jack Grealish. Well, and then he can the have next all the ideas he wants. And then the next line was the next line was, um, but just kidding. I'm not going to overthink this. <laughs> Literally, he said. I that. mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I think when the lines opened up for that Champions League final, as of now, it's six to one City, and I think it'll go nine to one uh, or one to nine. I mean, did you watch? Did favorite. you watch the AC Inter game? I watched both legs of the Inter. That's AC Milan. what's that? 170 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. You yes, Inter Milan has Eden Dzeko as their striker. He's City legend, 37 years old. He was part of City's initial City, City legend rebuild. Did is he a legend? Like, he was there guys, when we won it for the first time. He scored one of the goals in that game too. I think. Yes, legend. and maybe in 2012. He was a difference-making player. He's 37, okay? Yeah. That is the danger that Inter Milan was, was offering going forward in that match. And a um, very heavy-looking Lukaku. Yes, although they said he'd lost weight, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you, you're the one with the scale, not me. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe it because I, I saw him running in January and February – um, after the game, he did an interview and I was like, I guess he looks as fit as he gets, but he is heavy, man. Uh, his touch is heavy. He, he did have an assist to Lautaro Martinez, otherwise known as, uh, Gonzalo Higuain regen. Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying, man. Like this, this inter Milan versus real versus real Madrid versus Manchester city. Like I think that Holland could injure himself in the next three games. I think KDB could get injured. I still think you steamroll Inter Milan 3-0. Maybe more. Like, they're not a good team. I think they're in fifth in, in yeah. Serie A. Like, yeah. they're not good. So, the path is clear going forward for a treble. I think it really is going to come down to Manchester United versus Manchester City for the FA Cup, if you're talking about the treble. Um, the only thing I can say about that is that it's it's a derby match. Um, those the lines for derby matches are always much tighter because you know teams show up for it. There could be pressure on City. There's not really much pressure on United at that point. They'll either have be in the Champions League or not, yeah. and it'll either be a successful season or not. You know, right? So You're, the the FA Cup really doesn't mean anything to your guys' ambitions right now. 
Not really, but it you know if if they win the FA Cup and the the Carabao Cup and they make Champions League, that's a really good season. That's a much better season than Arsenal. You know, it yeah. really is. Yeah, I mean, you're in the same so, Champions League and you would have two trophies. Yes, we still have to get there. Um, Manchester United beat Wolves pretty handily. I think Wolves is on the beach. I love that term, by the way. Yeah. And teams are on the beach. There's a lot of teams on the beach right now, but there's a lot of teams that can't can't be on the beach because they're in, <laughs> in relegation. Fights. They're looking longingly at the beach from their massive pile of. Yeah, you're talking about Everton, Leeds, Leicester, some of those baddies down there. Um, but Wolves here, not a lot to say about the game. United, um, as usual, missed a bunch of chances. Martial scores. Your boy. Uh, it's good to see Garnacho come off the bench. Which one's my boy? Martial. Be careful. Why is Martial my boy? <laughs> Martial is not my boy. Uh, Wolves, no shots on target in this game. Uh, United had 27 shots and nine on target. Did you text David all during this one? No, he's... He's on the beach. He doesn't need to He's worry about it. He's on the beach with it. his boys, with doesn't, little Danny Pedence. Yeah, sure. Doesn't mean anything to him. He's just happy that Wolves are staying up comfortably and they can reset for next year. Just, you know, being a mid-table club, the, the big worry for Wolves is who you lose and who you replace them with. Uh, they have no forwards, so they really need to work on that. They probably um, hope but, that they lose Diego Costa. Yeah, that was always the weirdest signing. Um, I was surprised he he's still alive. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. You, you could see a, a headline coming out that he was, like, stabbed to death in, like, a, a Brazilian back yeah. alley. Former Chelsea talked... and Wolverhampton star striker Diego Costa found dead face down yeah. in a... Oh, man. That took a Did I go too turn. hard? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, leave it in thing. though. Leave it in. Leave Hopefully. it in. We don't take things out. Leave it in. Uh, United win two zero. Uh, it's sweaty time for Joey and I. We were talking about it last time, last last pod. We play Bournemouth next. They're on the beach. We play Chelsea after that at home. They are on the beach. They're on and the we beach. Play Fulham. But they They're don't want to be on the beach. Who Chelsea? Yeah, they want to be. Do they want to like? I think they desperately want to prove that they can do something, but you they just so? can't. They are the terrible. I think that Chelsea, I think out of all the three teams I just mentioned, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Fulham, that Chelsea has the least to play for. I think Fulham still has like an outside shot at Conference League, sort of. No. Yeah, they do. They have an outside shot. They're six points back. I mean, it's very outside. And Bournemouth has nothing to play for. They're in the clear. They don't care. I think Chelsea, like, they... No, they don't. They, they all just they... want the season to be over. I the Yeah, I mean, yes, my... My perspective is that they're like some of these, some of these overpaid stars on Chelsea care that they look like absolute crap. Pretty and, much just and, Thiago Silva. Probably. That's the only one I've heard say anything. It, and that's true. That's the only one that said anything. And that is kind of sad. Maybe I need to revise yeah. my statement after that. You do. You do need to revise your statement. They don't care. But, they're um, 11, 10, and 14. <laughs> they're. What, 12th? 11th. By goal they're difference. They're a real live 11th, and they're tied on goal differential. They have negative five goal differential. Yeah. And we, we, we've been we've dug into Chelsea enough. They're they're a dead horse that we're beating. But they, they don't have anything to play for. I think it's more like those guys, it's been a World Cup year. Like, all of Chelsea's players are internationals. They're tired. Yeah. They just don't want to get hurt. So, United, I think the odds on them making the Champions League after Liverpool won another uh, game was uh, they're around 75%, which is equal to Newcastle. And I think Liverpool's around 25%. Um, obviously that doesn't split equally, but it's two spots they're playing for third and fourth. Yeah. So uh, Liverpool's going up. Um, it'll just be remain to be seen United needs two wins out of their next three and Liverpool has to win their next two matches. Uh, in order to get into the Champions League. It's going to be tight. Liverpool, who are playing extremely well right now. They are. The pressure's kind of yeah. off. Yeah. Um, I believe that Trent Alexander-Arnold has been a candidate for uh, Player of the Month the last two year, last two uh, months. 
Only one player has created more chances in the Premier League since April. Guess who it is, James Lewis? Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. 27 chances created to Trent's 17. But Your boy, Jack Liverpool, Grealish. what was that? Your boy. My boy, Jack Grealish. Sure. He's the greatest. Uh, plays his role very well as somebody who keeps the shape. Runs down things defensively because there's only one ball, James, and it's underrated to have a guy actually. I'm giving him a compliment, so buckle up. <laughs> underrated to have a guy in there who's just happy to be there. It makes a big difference because, I mean, if you had Red Myraz playing over there, he's shooting every time. Yeah. You know? So there is something to be said about that. Back to Trent Alexander Arnold <laughs> and Liverpool. Uh, they're rolling. Liverpool are rolling. They have how many wins in a row? Like seven? Too many. Yeah, a lot of and wins in a row. It's your fault and it's Pete's fault that they're in with a yeah. shout. No, it is. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it's your Arsenal, fault. It's actually Arsenal's fault, if no. you recall. Nope. It's Arsenal's fault. They were up 2-0. They could have put the dagger in Liverpool, and they dropped that game. Well, no, you can't me. You can't blame them. They, they're kids, and they have no mentality. <laughs> they're supposed, they're born to lose. True. Well, now Liverpool can win out and still not make Champions League. However, it does feel like the way they're playing right now, granted, most of these games were one nothing or win-by-one games. Uh, the Tottenham game was a gift that they got. Most of them are one-goal wins, but they're just scrapping their way through. They punished Leicester. Leicester sucks. We've been over this a hundred times. Uh, Leicester's fans were so in that game, James, and I felt bad for them. They were so in that game, and their players weren't. Oh my God, Lester is so bad. Uh, this is what I've, we've been talking about this on the chat a couple times. Like, and I like you look at their lineup. Okay, like, you know, you know, Harvey Barnes has like twelve yes. goals in the Prem this season. Yeah, he's had a good year. You got Harvey Barnes. You've got Yuri Telemans, James Madison. Yeah. Jamie Vardy still still can score goals. Still has an amazing poacher's instinct. I think mm-hmm. Indeedy. Is a is a prem quality player. Yeah, that is that's five players I just listed. That's and that's in their front five. Yeah. I, have you ever seen a team? And let's we're gonna discount Chelsea. Have you ever <laughs> okay, seen a team with Chelsea. that 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 number of talented like pre, like those are mid, some like upper tier I would say. Yeah. Premier League players, or at least can perform at that level. That that is a team with five of those players getting relegated. I mean, where's the problem yeah. there? Is the, what about West Ham this year? I mean, West Ham's in the same boat. They're clear now. West but, Ham's in the same boat, but they don't have the quality of. I don't think they have the quality of player that Leicester have. You don't think West Ham has better players than Leicester? I do. I mean, look at. I mean, can do they have a better top front five than what I just named? For real, uh, it's cl- I think it's close. I think it's close. Like Bowen was really good last year. Antonio was really good last year. Um, Declan Rice is really good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I see your point. I see your point. Lester, we've said it from the beginning though. They they just you talk about a mentality. Like their whole ownership group seemed to just give up on the season. And then when they were down in twentieth in like January, still didn't fire Brendan Rodgers and didn't fire him until it's probably too late. You know, they're they're on 30 points now. They're in 19th place. They play Newcastle at home, uh, Newcastle's home, and then they play West Ham. I mean, I don't think they escape. I think they're going down. But who's who do you think gets relegated? We bring this up every single podcast out of the following teams. Forest, Everton, Leeds, Leicester. Give me two relegated. Hmm. Wait, say that again, because I think they Forest? should all be relegated. relegated. <laughs> well, you can only can only pick two. Forrest, who are on 34 points. Mm-hmm. Everton, on 32 points. And have Sean Dyche. Leeds, 31 point. Leicester. Leicester's getting relegated. Okay. And... Can you keep my boy Leeds up? Can keep my boy I want Leeds up? to stay up. I Oh, <sighs> man, this is rough. I'm looking at the match. I'll help you. Leeds I'll help play you. West Ham yes. and Tottenham. 
Oof. I want Leeds to stay up, but I also, mm-hmm. for some reason, I want Everton to stay up too. Yeah, I kind of want Everton to stay up too. They're they're prem they're prem uh, means they have two easier games than Leeds does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think Leeds is the other one that goes down. I, mm-hmm. which is hard to say because they have Big Sam, who is, the man for all occasions. Yeah. But, this even this one may be beyond them. I think it's going to take a miracle. Um, although they do play at home, the last game of the season against Tottenham, who are also um, bad. Yeah, it's going to be really tight. I think. It's going to be an awesome last game of the season. I think you'll have Champions League on the line, probably. You'll, you won't have a title on the line, but you'll have at least one Champions League spot on the line. You'll have Europe on the line, and you'll have, most importantly, relegation on the line. Um, You're going to need a races. big Sam-sized miracle to escape this one, Leeds. Oh, man, if he can pull it off. I'll if he pulls it off, he Christ. might be the greatest manager of all time. Which he, had Which he has already said. said that he is, yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> All right, all right. Getting back to some of these other races. We've talked about relegation in full now. Um, Tottenham lose to Aston Villa 2-1. to one. Noteworthy because before this game, Pete's like, I don't know if I want us to win or lose. Um, because if we lose, we have more of a chance to get into eighth place. Isn't it sad what, <laughs> what supporting some teams does to your psyche? Like, because yeah. Pete's not a loser. Objectively, no. objectively, he's not a loser. Yeah. But he adopts this loser mentality when he talks about <laughs> Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pragmatic uh, mentality. It's built on um, defense mechanisms that your brain sets up for you. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, it's tough, man. When your team sucks, they're playing bad football. They're not going to finish well. Uh, they had, they're heading into another sure-to-be-extended manager search. Yeah, I think that's not good either. I think they come out of this one with Ryan Mason as their coach. Oh, I don't think so. I think they'll end up uh, – I really think it'll be Graham Potter. It's just, it just seems shell-shocked like Shell-shocked Graham everybody. Potter? He looks shell-shocked. He might just be English, but he looks shell shocked. I mean, he had no clue what was happening at Chelsea. Tell you that. No, but I think as long as we've been over this, but sell Harry Kane and sell him quickly so that you can use that hundred million or whatever it is and and supplement it with the money that they already have coming in. Spend two hundred million, get players that are good players that are in France, Spain, Italy rebuild the center of your team with 40 million pound players not 70 million pound players 40 million pound players like don't don't go for the big buys go for quantity that's what that's what Tottenham need they need players like just Eric Dyer can't play 50 matches cannot be a starter for 50 I think matches. I think Eric Dyer I think Eric Dyer is like he's like a foot fungus on like they that they can't get rid of <laughs> Like he's not go going back. anywhere. I bet if we go back and listen to all the podcasts, you have snuck in that Eric Dyer has a face like a foot in every single episode, <laughs> and every time is just as funny as the last time. He looks like a foot, but he does. Um, he does. And so you'd think he'd be better with his head, but he missed that wide open goal like a few weeks back that would have done oh, Tottenham wow. a little bit of good. Yeah, yeah. I I just think. Bring in the manager. Do it before the end of the season. They're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. I know. I'm not saying put him on the sidelines. I'm saying announce it. Get a direction for your team. Not going to happen though. It's not going to happen. I know. They're not going to have. They're not going to have a coach. All right. Mark my words. We can do a bet on some kind of bet on this. They're not going to have a manager in place Mm -hmm. before preseason starts. Oh my gosh. That would be so bad. They're gonna have. They're gonna have. They're gonna have Ryan Mason. Still. Their preseason. Their preseason will have officially started. Like okay, maybe they maybe they won't have played a match yet. Okay, but it's like players report back. 
preseason mm-hmm. has begun. They will yeah. not have their official manager announced. Oh man, I can't. That would be so bad. They play. The mud. They play West Ham July eighteenth. I mean, they play West Ham in two months. Okay, so you don't think they have a manager? Do you think Harry Kane, uh, first of all, will be sold? First question. I don't know. If he gets sold, I think it's to like Bayern Munich, and I think okay. and I think it's for a lot less than he was supposed to go for to City last season. I think City's final offer is one twenty five. And I think right? yeah, I, I think United would have to be around the bouts there, maybe maybe mm-hmm. one ten or something if they wanted to buy him yeah. this season. And I don't yeah, think I, that I don't I think, think that they'll true. do that. And I so I think, I, you're right. I think the only way he goes is if he goes to Bayern. He'll go to Bayern and it'll be like seventy five. Yeah. And he's fitting perfectly at Bayern minus the fact he doesn't speak German. <laughs> well he barely <laughs> he speaks will. English. So Yeah. Yeah. I but like uh, but yeah. but I think that, that won't that's that. not enough to do a real rebuild the way that Tottenham need to do it. And they have to do it early. Like I keep saying it over and over again. If I'm a Tottenham fan, Pete has come to terms with the idea of losing Kane. He, you know, he acknowledges, like, basically, like a human being is like, okay, Harry Kane has been one of the best players overall in the league for, like, three or four years in a row and has been a top five player for, like, ten years. It's time for this guy to move to where he wants to go so he can make a last grab at trophies or whatever. And that part you know, of, of any fan, really, is like, okay, well, then he should go to Bayern, right? I mean, free title. If they really wanted it, they would have wished him well at City last season. And this yeah. is what I was saying the whole time. Yes. Like, they were like, oh, we don't want to sell him the competition. Tottenham are not competing with City. <laughs> I said that then, too. It's, I mean, it's true. And like, what's happened? I, nothing. That's the problem. They sunk like a stone. Just they were they were there anyway. They weren't that much further above it. They they got into fourth last year because Arsenal collapsed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they have to get it done early. The same thing kind of plays out for United as well. I think that's the same thing in play. They're they're still going back and forth. There's a lot of late developments, blah blah blah, drama on the United ownership change. And that's a big deal because all the other good teams are lining up their signings already. They're already having the conversations. United is going to be two, three, four weeks late getting into those conversations. Yeah. Um, Newcastle are going to gazump you to a bunch of signings is my prediction. I don't know about gazump us to a bunch of signings um, because I don't think Newcastle's needs are the same as ours. Newcastle, for instance, don't need a striker at all. They have two very good strikers. Um, I just think that I'm more worried about even Arsenal. Arsenal needs depth midfielders. Um, or even it, the rumor is that Arsenal's gonna spend a hundred for Declan Rice. Uh, by the way, what do you think Declan Rice is worth? He has two years left on his deal because of a, a team um, extension. Everybody says one, but it's actually two. And he played in the center for a 15th place team this year. Had an okay World Cup. What do you think he's worth? This year, I think they'll come out and just and say he's worth a hundred again. So they say he's worth a hundred. I think he was worth a hundred last year in uh, the summer. I'm not even sure about that. Now. I, I mean, I think yeah, well, I think he's English in yeah in real value, he's worth yeah. less than that. But I think that in yeah, in the pre- in Premier League value, Pretty he's because he's only going to another Premier League team and he's only going to a team in the top five six yeah no you know i would agree uh it's a it's a hundred million that's just what it is yeah i think that i think you're right because that like you said that is what it is and not to get in the argument again but if jack Grealish and if jack Grealish is worth a hundred and Jaden sancho is worth 75 and other english players are marked up harry Maguire is not worth this but he costs 80 million pounds yes yeah. If all those things are true, then Declan Rice, I guess well, he's worth a hundred. And the thing too is, like, 
I'm yes. like I look at the, I'm looking at the top six right now, mm-hmm. and we'll just call it the top five because it's City, Arsenal, Newcastle, United, Liverpool. Yeah, all five of those teams need could or uh, like could City m- maybe debatably because we're gonna replace Fat Calvin, I'm sure, but <laughs> the all the other four need that kind of midfielder, mm-hmm. and I mean. If it gets into a bidding war, Liverpool's out. But like United, Newcastle, Arsenal, yeah. those three teams have money to spend. So I I see I I say he goes for at least a hundred, and he gets a big payday. I don't think it's I mean I don't know why anyone would want to go play at Arsenal, but he I think that seems like the most likely destination because I think they've realized that party ain't it. Yeah. Like big games he is a liability he has disappeared yeah he is a flat track bully midfielder he has he disappeared really well he don't have a lot of defensive he got responsibilities. destroyed against city could not yes. handle it couldn't handle totally an intricate game yeah like newcastle just need to talent up across the board i think in a lot of places maybe not like striker or yeah. winger they need to talent oh, up yeah. they could use it great play it would be a great signing for them and united need that kind of marquee signing and they need an engine in midfield too. Um, they need all the teams you just mentioned um, with the exception of maybe city need quality depth. He would be a starter. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but he creates depth by obviously right. being a starter. And then your starter moves back. Right. Um, yeah. That's a good point. So this, and so that's a good point. There might, if there's a bidding more, firstly, Liverpool's out, but if there's a bidding more, he definitely goes minimum a hundred. Okay. I think he, I just I talked to you. And you're do it. right because of the logistics behind it and the rationale. He. Really I agree. I agree. His like values. Yeah, I agree. His value. His actual real value should not be there, mm-hmm. especially on the back of this season. Yeah. And he is. Yeah. He's totally big fish, little pond, and he has been. Yeah. For true. years at West Ham. Yeah, he has an interesting skill set too. I don't know if he actually fits in with what City and United are trying to build. Uh, trying for United, which is a highly technical player. Um, he's more of like a classic English box-to-box player. He can be a, a little technical. He's not poor, but he's more of like a try-hard guy, right? Yeah, like not intricate. No, I think he can handle that role, but it's not what he does. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Someone's going to overpay for it. Um, like we said, Tottenham... They're going to screw up the Harry Kane transfer one yeah. way or another. Brinksmanship it's just from not Levy. going to be done the way the team needs to be done. It's just the way it is. They're going to screw it up. They're not going to have a manager in do. preseason, and they're still going to have Harry Kane. Jeez. That's a heavy... You know uh, what? Man. You know that'd why? Disa- that would be an absolute disaster. Are Tottenham, playing, Tottenham. are Tottenham playing in the U.S.? I don't know. Because if they're playing in the U.S., there's no way they get rid of them before the U.S. tour. <laughs> I'm not pick up eleven more dollars. I'm not joking. That's that is a. You think Levy is leaving those eleven dollars on the table? No, he's never done that before. He, at the, often at the, the pain of his own team, he'll still drag these transfers out, and he just has. It, it's a competitive thing for him to get the very last cent possible, regardless of if it costs you four months of your player or you know. In, in the case of the Manchester City saga, it could end up costing him $30 million there, plus yep. how bad they were this year. You can't put a price tag on, on a rebuild. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, last thing I want to touch on real quick. We've said it a few times. Newcastle 2 leads to um, Big Sam grabs a point. Oof. Grabs a point, James. From behind. Mm-hmm. It yeah, did not no seem. No jokes about Big Sam from behind. Oh, oh. just leave him. Leave my, it. Leave it. My dream. Leave it. God. <laughs> uh, Newcastle now plays Brighton tomorrow in that game where you need Lewis Dunk to put up thirty points, which um, he will. Which he might. I, I wouldn't rule it out. But they play Brighton. They play Chelsea. They play Leicester, and um, the Brighton game is at home. The Chelsea game is not. Do you think? It sounds like you're pretty sure Newcastle will finish in the top four. You think they're pretty much in? They are a little bit of a wild card. I, I do think that they will. 
They're in much better form than United, and they have goal differential and everybody below them for now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they've got those cards stacked to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they want to avoid the Arsenal mistake of, you know, letting, you know, losing track of your mentality and becoming... Is it losing track or is it just not having it in the first place? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess we'll find out if they ever really had it. Ken thought Arsenal had it. Turns out they didn't. <laughs> Um, well, who do you think wins the Newcastle Brighton game? It's at Newcastle. Good game. I mean, Brighton showed their medal in the last game against Arsenal. Yeah. I I don't think that Newcastle are on that great of a form. I mean, they did just tie Leeds United, and bef- they did. And before that, they lost to Arsenal. So right now, yeah, I guess you're they're right. kind of. I mean, they made a really nice. They've had good form up to this, but they're kind of on a slide right now. I think Brighton is smells blood and they this is their push for Europe right now they got four matches Mm -hmm. to get I mean any this is already the best season that Brighton's ever had in the history of their club that's official that's Mm -hmm. a stat highest finish they will have ever had as a club if they get into Europe that isn't at any level of Europe they'd be delighted with conference league are you kidding yeah they would I mean they would that so like I, I think that they smell blood in the water. They mm-hmm. I do think they have the mentality to push on and do it. I mean, they showed that they wanted Europe more than Arsenal want the title. They showed yeah, that I, last week. Like 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 you said, they're playing with house money. You know, yeah. Already uh, they're already difference. legends. They're already legends in Brighton. Yeah, um, Newcastle hasn't kept a clean sheet in nine matches. Yeah, um, that's bad. Especially it with is. Pope as your goalkeeper, and mm-hmm. you know everyone made a big deal about Botman and Trippier in Newcastle's defense. Yeah, that that is a that's a worrying stat for Newcastle fans. And most of those games are two or more goals. There's only been two games where uh, Newcastle has allowed only one goal in the last ten. So worth noticing. I think uh, I need a I need a pick for you. You didn't give me one. Newcastle Brighton. Brighton. For the win? For the win. Two the one. I would take that, although that would mean that your buddies Liverpool would really their chances of worming their way into the Champions League would really go up. I can't <laughs> I just gotta go with my gut. You think do you think Liverpool worms their way into the Champions League? Yeah, and I think it's your fault and it's Pete's fault. Uh, if we don't make the Champions League, I will be so upset. I already, and it's very possible. I already it's told you. Possible. I already told you that I'll never forgive you if Liverpool. And this that was after you dropped a whole bunch of silly points. I will never forgive. We will be in a forever fight. Yeah. And I know you're gonna so try and act like you don't care about that, but I know you do. I care. I care about the forever fight. <laughs> Um, considering what we have talked about, been through, and competed with, for this to be the line of the sand, then yes. Yes, it absolutely uh, would be devastating. Um, there has to be but... a point where you take personal responsibility. <laughs> Accountability. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, so Newcastle ties leads, and we head into the stretch James, pretty much everybody plays big matches. Everybody of note plays big matches over the next two or so weeks. Um, we're all looking forward to that FA Cup final, mm. to the Champions League final. Um, mm. I'd like to reiterate again the fact that Inter is a not good team. Yeah, they're terrible. I won't say bad. Bad is reserved for Chelsea and the like um, this season. But they are going to get torched. I, I was watching the post game. Uh, after the Champions League match with Milan, and it was they were struggling to come up with um, like superlatives for Inter at that time when they had just won a Champions League semifinal, and they were still struggling to to say anything beyond uh, oh you know uh, who scored a really good goal this weekend uh, Lukaku looks like he's back and it was <laughs> like he looks like he's back in Serie A after almost two years of doing nothing, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. So they're actually, they're in third right now in Syria. They were in fifth 
um, before the first leg, and Milan is now in fifth. Oof. But they're on 66 points in Serie A, which is really not good. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, and I, I have a question for you. I asked you this in the chat. I hear that uh, Barella, the Inter mm-hmm. Milan CM, and uh, Tonali. Tonali, the Milan CM, yeah. both they're both Italian. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. both Italian. That they're like world-class midfielders, right? Yeah. I have never seen either one of them have like a world-class midfielder game. Um, I've seen... I guess the mold is kind of erratic when it comes to the Italians that they're they're comping them to. I've never seen. Either I think one they. Of them I think they. A, a big game. I think they're kind of like a Marquisio type. With what? They're player. They're more like all rounders. A lot mm-hmm. of run. A lot of hustle. Pretty like decent passing, decent shooting, and in Italy, that makes you a world class player. Yeah, you, you you never you never hear them linked with anybody either. Who but who like who right like in the last two years who has like stood out in the Syria A? You know what uh, I mean? There's like the dude up top for Napoli. Um, yeah, um, um, yeah, and and the other guy underneath that and, I on Napoli, and they trounced the league yeah. this year. Like yes, I don't think that there's a lot of standout players in Italy right now mm-hmm. and in a, you know, field of mediocre, mostly mediocre players. The Napoli team is really good. Osimen yeah. and, and um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. The Georgian guy starts yeah. with a K. Um, yeah. They're, they're excellent. They're cut above everybody else. Everyone else is just in this pack of like mediocre to good players. And, and Tonali and Borelli are, are, Barella are at the top of that. Like they're yeah. they're upper mid tier. It always surprises me that when I hear about this, these guys being world class players, um, you never see them linked with anyone. You don't see them linked with Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool. Like Liverpool has no CMs, right? Or they need to, to freshen up. United has two CMs that are over the age of 30 um yeah you don't hear about barella or tonali being talked about for big money it's not even like brought up i'm just i think it's a different i mean like i i think that my opinion is that the scouts the talent Mm -hmm. you know assessors and analysts i don't think that they what's who's the last good cm that came over to the prem from from the syria A. from the prem no to the um, prem from the syria A. like oh not well, i was gonna say variety I, I think variety's an awesome player but yeah no i mean he's in france but he he plays well in the champions league match yeah i can see him stand out these guys don't stand out but what i'm saying is like i don't yeah. i don't think i think that i think the prevailing thinking is Jorginho? that he wasn't in he was in Syria and he moved to the Prem. He moved with uh, old Chainsmokey. And he was a joke. <laughs> J five was third in the um, balance. <laughs> and me. so, point being, mm-hmm. I th- I don't think that they that teams believe that there's a lot of transference between Syria yeah. A performance and what they would do in the Prem. For the type yeah. of game. like if you put if you put Tonali, who I think is the better of the two of them in the in the Prem. I think he, I mean, he's got, he's going to have good game awareness. Good. I mean, obviously he's a talented player. He's a professional player. I think the the game in the prem is maybe too fast for him. I don't think he's and got the legs for it. I also thought he got knocked around in that game a lot. Tonali did. Yeah. And worth noting that that's the engine room. We just described the engine room for the Italian national team, which did not qualify for the world cup. Right. Uh, at all. And if you have three midfielders that are, high quality that'll carry you through your qualifying rounds. Um, so I don't know. It's worth looking at. I also don't agree with you and Pete. When you talk about Napoli, I know that they did well in the champions league group stages. Um, I think that when it comes to teams like that, these super attacking teams that come out of Italy, there's another team like that. Uh, who was it more recently? It wasn't Napoli. It was, um, 
Lazio maybe that had uh, a bunch of fast guys up top. I think it was Lazio. And everybody said the same thing. They had this great attack, blah, blah, blah. And then they fall apart in the Champions League. It was still, you, it was like, still Napoli. That was the last iteration of Napoli. It was, it was another iteration of Napoli. Yeah. It was Sarri's me, Napoli. Yeah, it's like the same thing. And then when they hit those games in the quarterfinals and semis where PSG always dies, you know, where, the, where all of your team mm-hmm. has to play defense. Yeah. Those games... Those teams fall apart, except in this case, because Inter Milan's run was so easy, including against Milan, like, sure, they look they look good. Yeah. You know, like, they, they look good against those kind of teams. But I think Inter Milan would lose to Barcelona. They're actually not in the Champions League anymore. I don't know if you knew that. They will be next to uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Arsenal, like, all those teams. And I think they're going to get absolutely steamrolled. Yeah. by Manchester City. Yeah. Steamrolled. So, all right, Here's James. Hoping. Big big day for you. You already have the title. Uh, you will be, I believe, the heaviest favorites for a Champions League final. Ever. I, I can't think of one that would be close. I think that Liverpool-Milan game might have been heavy. Heavy Milan. Uh, Milan. Yeah. Um, but I'm not positive. I'll have to go back. I, I really think it'll be the most ever. So you'll be heavy favorites there, and then it's going to come down to Derby luck, I guess. I mean, a prayer I, for Derby. I luck. just hope that they enforce the offside rule in the this FA Cup final. Um, you know, refs. Uh, the quality of the refs is uh, not great, so you never know. I uh, never know. Sometimes uh, let the boys you know, there's play. A, there's, a, there's a FIFA glitch actually this year. I read about um, on Twitter that. Uh, the the online game that the people that play PC FIFA mm-hmm. have have they mod the game and stuff they mod the game so their players are invisible to the other player mm. and it made me think a lot about Rashford's goal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be off sides if you're invisible, baby. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else to add, James? I know you're in a good mood. Mentality, Maybe. mentality, mentality. City showed it in the run-in. City showed it mm-hmm. in the semifinal versus Real Madrid. We will, they we're going to show it again on the weekend versus Chelsea, and we're going to show it in the FA Cup final. And then Pepper time.